The Gospel of John, the 8th chapter, verses 31 through 47. Our scripture read this morning, Jesus, then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, that ye be my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then they answered him and said, We be Abraham's seed. And we never in bondage to any man. 
how sayest thou, ye shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, And very, very I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye uh, do that which has been seen with your father. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, uh, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, and a man that has told you the truth, which I have heard of God, this did not Abraham. Ye do that which is the deeds of your father. They said unto him, we be not born of fornication, we have one Father, even God. Jesus said unto him, If God were your Father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you can not hear my word. Ye are of your father, the devil. The truth, the lust of your father, ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there was no truth in him. And when he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, and ye believe me not, which of you convinces me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. Hard words for God's people. You know, according to one definition of the word church is written in the testimony in the Greek, a term of ecclesia, which is formed from the Greek word, which means an assembly or a uh, called out or a gathering or called out ones that support God. You know, in summary, the New Testament church is the body of believers and, and, and who have called uh, out of the world by God and, and to live as his people under the authority of Jesus Christ. Paul writes in Ephesians 1 and 22 and 23 and, and he has put all things under his feet and gave him to be able to be the head over all things, even the church which is his body, and the fullness of him that filleth all things in all. You know, the group of believers is the, the body of Christ, and, and, and it began in, in Acts 2, and uh, on the day of Pentecost, and, and, and throughout the work of the Holy Spirit, uh, that it couldn't be, be formed until the day that Christ comes to receive his church. So we are an ever-evolving, ever-growing church to become that body of Christ that God desires us to be. The, the local church is, a, is defined as that local assembly of believers or that congregation of people that, that meets together physically for worship fellowship and teaching and prayer and encouragement in the faith and Hebrews in 10 and 25 says that, that not forsaking the assembling of, of ourselves together uh, the manner of the same is but exhorting one another and so much and more is that ye on the day of approaching at the local church level uh, we, we are able to live in that relationship with other believers and we, we break bread together we pray together 
and, and, and we encourage one another. We disciple uh, those that are lost and we strengthen one another in the body of Christ. And at the same time, uh, all believers are part of this great universal church, which is uh, the body of Christ around the world, not dependent upon the denomination, not dependent upon church affiliation, but we are part of the body of Christ because that we are coming together in this universal church to exercise our faith in Christ Jesus for the salvation and including members of the local church body throughout the whole earth. We're, we're, we're greater than this uh, Piney Hill Baptist Church. We're, we're greater than First Baptist. We're greater than First Church of Jesus. We're greater than the Church of God in Christ. We are the universal church brought together to be able to come together to be under the same belief that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and He came to redeem us from our sin. So this this, this is the ideal meaning of the church. But 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 many have uh, of you and, and you know this morning and somewhere down the line the church has, has changed and, and it has drifted away from what God established the church to be in Christ Jesus. We've, we've gone from, from being the body of believers to be able to encourage one another into a, a body of denominations where we, we look down on one another, we accuse one another and we exalt one another and we belittle others and the church has come this thing that, that somehow a lot a lot of people have been discouraged and, and they've moved away from, from, from the, the, the local church and, and they've found something that distasteful in what the church represents. And, 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 and you look at our scripture this morning and we want to see what does Jesus know and let us know about what the church uh, is expresses in itself to be able to help us to understand this thing, this, this dichotomy about why the church is becoming what it is today. So as we look at the text today, I want to I want to talk on the simple subject is, is that who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? You know, who, who is your father? And, and 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 our text will be able to express that this morning if you would allow me to give me time to be able to express it. Turn around and ask your neighbor, who's your daddy? And, and no, ask yourself, ask yourself this morning, who's your daddy? Who's your father? And that will be able to help you understand your true relationship that you have with yourself and you have with God and you would have with the church. So let us go into Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you this morning for this opportunity. We thank you that you've given us this, this word that we'll be able to reach out and let your people know and to, to, to self um, and, uh, and evaluate ourselves to take inventory of our own faithfulness or lack of faithfulness that we might be able to grow into being that which you desire us to be. Lord, we, we, we now surrender ourselves over to your will. Use us for your glory. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Who's your daddy? You know, since the discovery of DNA, and, and, and the affordable DNA kits that you can buy today that we've been able to trace our lineage all the way back uh, to uh, our bloodlines that goes all the way back generations and generations and, and according to the definition of church we are supposed to be tied together in this universal lineage uh, by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. The bloodline of Jesus makes all of us legitimate as sons and daughters of the family of God by our faith and our belief in him. And this is what the church is all about. And, 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 and this is why we call ourselves Christians and or, or the Christian church. And, 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 and there's a story about this well-known author, Anne Rice, and and, and, and I, I, she had this experience uh, in, in, in the Roman Catholic Church that got her uh, really upset about the state of the church. And, and back in the 1940s and 1950s, uh, she attended a daily mass and communion in, in this enormous, magnificent, decorated church, stained glass windows. And, and they had this uh, large uh, mass Latin cross and, and, and detailed all of the complex questions of good and evil and the things that were imprinted uh, upon her, her, her soul forever. And then all of a sudden she left 
the church at age 18. She left the church and she wanted to know uh, what was happening. Why uh, were so many seemingly good people didn't believe uh, that organized religion yet cared passionately uh, about her relationship uh, with God. And, and, and she was torn between her relationship with God and her relationship with the local church. And, 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 and so she broke with the church and, and then she wrote many novels and did, did other things then later on in life in a moment of surrender she, 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 she let go of all of her theological and social questions and, uh, that which kept uh, that kept her from, from from these countless years of not being in a relationship with the church and, and she simply let them go and, 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 and then all of a sudden she found herself at a point where that, that she wanted to try to come to this uh, reaffiliation with a church and with and with a relationship with God's people and and, and and the thing is that 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 all of a sudden she she decided she come back and reaffiliate herself with the church and and, and she said that that she wanted to recommit herself uh, to the church and, and to Christ and 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 and, 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 and she still got to that place where that she realized that something still was wrong after she tried to come back and, and, and she thought something was still wrong what, what was wrong with, with, with the church what was wrong with, 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 with people of God and, and that she was thought that was supposed to be in the image and the likeness of Christ what was wrong for them so it was simply impossible for her to, to belong with, uh, with, with, with those quarrelsome hostile uh, disputatious and, and deservedly infamous people that, that, that call themselves Christians in the church and then she would uh, find them uh, not being what they thought that the image and the likeness of Christ should be in their life shortly she declared that my faith in Christ is central to my life but my conversion from this pessimistic uh, atheist and later on in the world that, and to this optimistic believer that there was something that was happening it helped her to sustain herself through those difficult hours but following Christ did, did not mean that she had to stay affiliated with that organized church she, 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 Christ was infinite uh, important part in her life in her Christianity but, but then, no matter what Christianity is and has been and might become see it wasn't what she saw in the church and, and, and those hateful people hostile people and, and sometimes it reminds me of the, the this, uh, the, this uh, uh, evangelical political church that we see in, in our society to the day. Something must be wrong. If this is the church and we wonder why so many young people are disturbed or, or, or discouraged from being a part of what this organization that we've made the church to become instead of the organism of Christ uh, this body of Christ together of believers that have come together for the sole purpose of building up the kingdom of God instead of building up this organization where people are, are, are so hard to deal with each other and so hard to deal with the world and uh, looking down on people and hostile and uh, irritated by everything that's not what God wanted the church to become and, and she was so disillusioned by that she had a hard time turning away from that situation so many have suffered at the hands of the church just like Anne and many people outside the church believe in God and, and, and they accept Jesus Christ as their savior but they find it impossible to deal with this thing that we call the organized church today. What we call Christianity or the church has been somehow been distanced itself away from what Christ intended for the church to be. It's become this organizational massive social club and, uh, of believers and denominational beliefs and here and there and, and if you go this way and I go that way then everything is going to be alright but that's not what God intended the church to be. We're we, 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 we not to be a, a social club of of hurting people in the social club of, of alienating people in the social club of, of dividing people we are to bring people together for the, to, the, the, the cause of Christ and to be able to enable people to have a closer walk in relationship with him we become this cold sterile place 
where, where, where there is no love and there where love does not abide and, 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 and we've lost the legacy and the, the lineage, the spiritual lineage of love that Christ brought to the world that we live in. Uh, we've become this thing where, where, where it turns people off rather than invite people to come in. The local church has become uh, this illegitimate gathering of folk of lacking any relationship with the risen Christ and barely having a relationship with one another. All of these things Jesus represented in his life have been replaced by rules and doctrines and, 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 and constitutions and, and bylaws that, 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 that we say that people have to follow but that's not, uh, is not associated with the word of God that Jesus established in the church in Acts 2. We wonder why people are turned off, but this thing has become so much of a machine or, or organization that people are disturbed and want to be able to have a relationship with Christ. But somehow, so many of our organized churches have no place for them to find that relationship. Those that live in the parameters of the true followers that consider God as their heavenly father. Paul writes to the church in Galatians 4, 6, and 7. And because ye are sons, God has gathered thee uh, forth as the spirit of God in your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art more than a servant, but a son. And if a servant, then you are heir of God through Christ. See, Abba is that colloquial term uh, which we address little children uh, in the Jewish faith. Nick is translated as what? A papa, a daddy. So I asked the question this morning: Who's your daddy? Uh, do you have that type of relationship in your church, in your faith, that God is your daddy, is your father? Is that close relationship such that? That you can be able to have a, 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 a relationship, an uh, intimate relationship with the one that you can call your father. That, 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 that Paul somehow describes those that are outside of the parameters uh, as illegitimate children. And y'all gonna say some words, but don't, don't, don't. He said he called them bastards. Those are illegitimate children. Now, many of you are wondering, Pastor, why would you use such a word? But they look, it's in the book. It's in the book. So, and the Paul writes to the church there in Hebrew. He says that my son despise not your chastening and not faint when you are rebuked. In whom the Lord has not loved, he chasteneth and scorneth every son who he receiveth. If you endure chastening, God uh, dealeth with you uh, like sons. And, and for the son that know that his father's chastening is not, but if ye are without chastisement, wherefore uh, ye are partakers, then you are bastards and not sons. See, that's a word in the book. And it's not a bad word. It's not a curse word. It means that you are uh, uh, an illegitimate son. You're nothos. Nothos, that's the word in the Greek. Translated it, that we have lost our legitimate relationship with God and become as illegitimate children uh, And because of, of what Anne said. That Anne said that we've become this quarrelsome, hostile, disputatious, and deservedly infamous group of people that don't have that legitimate relationship with God that makes them children of God to have the life that represents the way that Jesus lived here on earth. See, slowly, slowly, and even inconspicuously, many of our local assemblies have become the same way that Ann described in our local churches. There, don't, 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 don't this election bring it out? Didn't I tell you earlier that this e e e evangelical uh, political church that we have today have seemed to drifted away from the love of Christ that we have today? Arrogant, mean people, people that were coming march on the Capitol, still calling. Themselves Christian people that came and tore down windows and broke up uh, uh, into the Capitol building, and they said that they were evangelical, they were doing God's business by doing that. God doesn't operate that way, huh? Many have become the church that don't act like it, don't look like huh? it, don't live like, don't love like, and, 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 and like they're any kin to Jesus at all. They act like they look like and they like like everything else except the church that God wants us to be. 
acting like a bunch of nothos, huh? illegitimate children, not, not having the, the relationship with God that they should have, not having the lineage of Christ, not having the inheritance of Christ in them to be able to be true sons and daughters of the living God. That's in the book. So as we come to our text this morning, we find Jesus dealing with a similar group. Or Jews that had been caught up in Judaism so long that they had become religious. Uh, our text says that what? Then said Jesus to these Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. And, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. See, rather than, than really listening to what Jesus was really saying, they were quick to defend their religiosity. Uh, they, they, they had been in church so long that they had been uh, acclimated to being uh, Jews, and, and they had been acclimated to the Judaism and, and they thought that by following these rules and doing all of these other things and remember I told you about the bylaws and, 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 and all of the doctrines they followed those and they thought that that was everything they needed to do in order for to become uh, that, that faithful follower of Jesus Christ and, and, and they responded uh, to history rather than their own personal relationship and commitment to their faith. You know have you ever talked to people about their relationship with Christ and they well I've been in the church all of these years and I, I, I've been in church I've, I've, I've done this and I'm doing this and then you ask them about are, are they saved and they start giving you roles I'm a member or I'm a deacon I'm a pastor and all, all of that is senseless it doesn't mean anything that, that, that your history or your affiliation doesn't have anything to do with your relationship do I need to say that again your, 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 your affiliation and your title or whatever you call it has nothing to do with your relationship Relationship. Our text says that they answered and said, We Abraham's seed, and, and, and we were never in bondage of any man. And how said thou that you shall make we shall be made free? See, history has nothing to do with your personal commitment to Christ. I said it again. History has nothing to do with your personal relationship with Christ. See, the God is coming back for his church. And how many of you know that he will not, uh, uh, it won't be no group meeting? He, he, hell up. I love for us to come to church as a group. But when God comes back looking for his church, it will not be a group meeting. The Bible said that we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it's written, and as we live in the Lord, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess and so that every one of us will have to give account of himself to God. See, see, God will require every individual to give an account of our stewardship according to their measure of faith that he has given to each one of us. And just cause you're a member of Big Baptist or you're a member of Little Baptist or you're the big member of Big Pentecostal or a member of Little Pentecostal has no relationship with how God God will be able to come to receive you. And hey, hey, look, he will come, one got it and one ain't. One will receive and one left. That's the way the book describes it. See, I'm not measured by you and you're not being measured by me. We'll not be measured by our organization. We're not being measured with our denomination. We're being measured by our faith in him. That's the way it is. See, turn around and tell your neighbor that this is all about me. This is about me, huh? This is about me. It ain't about you. It ain't about the affiliation. It ain't about the church that you're in. It's about your relationship that you have with Christ. It's all about that. It doesn't have anything to do with affiliation or church or anything like that. This is about my personal relationship that I have with God through Jesus Christ. That's what it has to do with. Then Jesus is about to get nasty. Y'all didn't think Jesus got nasty, did he? Jesus had to get nasty with him. Our text says that then he answered them verily, I say unto you, whosoever committed sin is a servant of sin, and a servant abides not in the house forever, but the son abides forever. And if the son therefore will make you free, ye shall be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me, because my word has no place in you. I speak that which I have seen of my father, and ye do that which you have seen with your father alright our relationship with God is determined by what? whose word is in us huh? <laughs> your relationship with God is determined by whose word is in you huh? 
So are you living, uh, are your lives founded on the word of God? Uh, or is it based on false claims and, and your membership status and, 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 and you got a certificate, uh, a, a membership certificate, uh, uh, deacon's organization, uh, ordination certificate, or minister's ordination certificate, you know, or, or your graduate certificate from an institution or, or, of learning, Christian learning, uh, all of that. It, it, you might mean something to you, but it doesn't mean anything to God. huh? See, uh, some folks think that our attachment to the church means that we are members of the body of Christ. Oh, some people think that their church affiliation has something to do with them being a member of the body of Christ. See, the only thing that ties you to become a member of the body of Christ is whether his word abides in you. Uh, they, they thought that their blood lineage of Abraham was good enough to be able to save them. They, they, they thought that being a member of the church, the, the Jewish church, the, uh, that was good enough for to save them. They, they thought that being a member of the church for 40 years or so was good enough to save them. Sound familiar today, don't it? Uh, they didn't realize that their bondage had nothing to do with the promise that God had given to Abraham concerning Israel. Their bondage was due to their personal individual sin in their own lives. And that Jesus was offering them an opportunity to be free from the bondage and the penalty and the power of sin over their lives, but they wouldn't receive it. They acknowledged that they were, that they were Abraham's seed. Jesus acknowledged that they were Abraham's seed, but then they were more like uh, their real father. They were more like their real father. Jesus hit them below the belt and, and their eyes became blinded to the truth. And this infuriated them. And, and, and our text says, they answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Huh? Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were children of Abraham, you would have do the works of Abraham. But then you seek to kill me and, and a man that has told you the truth in which I have heard from God. This did not what Abraham did. And, and this you the deeds of your father. Oh, and then he's telling them of their father. Legacy passed down from father to the children. And the Jews responded quickly. And they know that their real father was. They, we, we, we can deny a lot of things. But the old folks used to say, if the apple don't fall far from the tree, don't it? And they had none of, of, of the faith that Abraham had. None. They had none of it. The hopefulness and the, uh, the faithfulness that Abraham had. And, and that they would have uh, never uh, tried to kill him if they were Abraham's children. They would have never tried to catch him and, and push him and, and, and to uh, antagonize him if they were what? Abraham's children. In Galatians 23 and 29 it says that, and ye be Christ, then yeah, Abraham's seed and as to the promise. See, Jesus is what ties us to the promise that God had made to Abraham. You know, he said that Abraham will have children of many nations he, to the sands of the sea and, 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 and the stars in the sky. And the number will be, we are part of the Abrahamic promise because of what Jesus did. Jesus is what ties us to the, to the promise of being Abraham because of their unbelief. Uh, they were what? No thoughts. They were, they were illegitimate. They, 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 they had an illegitimate relationship with God based on their blood instead of their, their, their faithfulness that they would have in Christ. See, Abraham would have accepted Christ. He desired for Christ. He looked for Christ. He desired to have Christ to come and they were trying to kill him. And you, Jesus accused them that their deeds were more like their real father. So I ask you this morning, who's your daddy? Huh? Huh? Who's your daddy? We, we got to answer that for ourselves. If, if God is our father, if God is our daddy, we got to reflect the, 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 the personality, the, the, the likeness of who he is. And, and that's how we are recognizing the world today. You can tell people that you're a follower of Christ all you want. If your if your attitude, if your 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 lifestyle, if if you don't reflect the the likeness of Christ in your life, I don't care what you do. Ain't nobody gonna fall for that story, huh? You gotta simulate that 
likeness of Christ in your life so that people can see Christ in you. That's what makes the difference in the world. That's the testimony we have to be able to live in the likeness of Christ in our lives. So I ask you a question. Have you ever met church folk that always have an answer? Have you ever met folk in your life? Have you met people that are outside the church that always have an answer? When you try to approach them about your faith, it's always have an answer. Our text said, then they said unto him, we not be born out of fornication. We have one father, even God. See, they now gone past Abraham. They, they, in their, their spitefulness, in their sin, in their hatefulness, they said that we, hey look, we ain't got but one father. That's God. No, Abraham was their father. Now they said, well, God is our father. And they were so quick to answer Jesus, don't, don't call us illegitimate children. How are you going to call us illegitimate children? We are not illegitimate. Uh, we, we, we know our father. Uh, we, we, we all have one father and his name is God. Uh, the problem with all of that is that, that the same problem many of us have today. That Jesus knows our lineage. Huh? And, and, hey, I didn't, I didn't, they didn't care what they said. Jesus knew their lineage. And, and, and he, had, uh, he, he, he knows who your daddy is by the way you act. God, God knows who your daddy is by the way you act. And a lot of people in the world know you who your daddy is by the way you act. See, the thing is, uh, God says that, told Jeremiah that I knew you before you was formed in your mother's womb, ain't it? And God knows us. And, and he knows the intents of our heart, too. And he knows who your daddy is. And Jesus answered, if God were your father, look at our text today, read it. If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father that ye do. And he's a murderer from the beginning, and he bowed not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own and for he is a liar and the father of it and because I tell you the truth ye believe me not which of you convinces me of sin and if ye I say the truth why do you not believe me he is that is of God hears God's word and if ye hear them not because ye are not of God that's the word of God huh huh those that refuse to hear the words of Jesus don't know your daddy. And, and you're not the children of God. See, churches that refuse to live on the principles of God has established from God by this illegitimate ways of bringing people into the church. Huh? They're illegitimate children. There's only one way to come into He said that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and the only one way to the Father. That's what by me. There's only one legitimate way to come into the body of Christ. When we don't reflect the love of God through the example of Christ that Jesus had when he became on earth, we have become this illegitimate church. When we become this quarrelsome, hostile, uh, disputatious, deservedly quarrelsome, infamous people that we don't have the love of God in us, we've become this, 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 this hurting church instead of the healing church that God wants us to be. Our ears are closed to hearing him because we are not his children. If we don't strive to be look like him and sound like him and act like him in the way that we live and reflect the love of him and the qualities that he has in for us in our lives, that these things don't represent that we are not in the blood lineage. We are not in the lineage of Jesus Christ. We are not in the lineage of God. We have become this nothos. We have become this illegitimate church that really don't know God. And when we wonder why folks are turned off by the church, that we are not uh, representing who God is. We are not representing the likeness of God and, and what God reflects in our lives and, and then we wonder why people are straight away, pushed away, disillusioned by what the, the, the church is and what the church is all about. We've become this illegitimate church because now we have fallen into that uh, this nothos, this illegitimate relationship trying to get people in church the wrong way, trying to get people in church through the back door. All of that is getting 
numbers are great. I love to have them big numbers up on the screen here, but hey, if I don't get big numbers, it's all right with me. I just want to be obedient to God in the preaching word because he's been so good to me. I want to let the world know that you've got to be able to get your relationship with God right so that we can be able to make a difference in this world. It's about Christ in us that makes the difference in the world. It's not our title, it's not our affiliation, it's not anything that will be able to make a difference in this world until people can see Christ in us. That's what makes the difference. So my question is, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? If Christ is your daddy, your, 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 if God is your father, if Christ is your daddy, if God is your daddy, that you will reflect the likeness of him in your life and other folks will be able to see it. They can see who your daddy is by the way you carry yourself. Huh? And you can make all of the claims you want about Christ being my Heavenly Father, he, you can make all of those claims all you want. If you don't have Christ in you, Emmanuel, God with us, if that Christ don't be in you, that reflects a change in your life, have the love of God in your life that will reflect the goodness of the Lord, gentleness, uh, kindness, and love, and, and mercy, uh, long-suffering, all of those things help you to be identified as a child of God. It's not about whether you call yourself a Christian. You can wear a badge, you can put a collar on, you can do whatever you want to do, call yourself whatever it is. It's all about your Christian behavior that sets you apart from the world. Huh? That's what it is. So as we close, we're going to get out of here. Our churches today are preaching more of its own gospel rather than the gospel of Jesus Christ. These churches have become this notos church about losing their lineage to the mission where God established and be able to send us out to do. Individual in the church contribute to the problem by their, their attitude towards submitting to those who are in authority in the church. Authority has always been an issue in the church and we have a problem with authority today and we create an illegitimate atmosphere by, 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 by making it hard for others to even to grow in the church and, 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 and to, to, to mature in the church. We got an illegitimate atmosphere in the church that, that has nothing to do with God and the way that Jesus came to establish his church. You know, and 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 and, and, and we have become the victims of this notos curse. That, 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 that God placed on the nations of the Moabites and, and the Ammonites. And they were nations formed because of this ancestral relationship that, that they had with the daughters of Lot and their children. You, you read the story. Incest was an abomination and, and it brought a curse upon uh, those nations that we, and, 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 and somehow the church has uh, come to, we've carried the gene of this illegitimacy and brought it into our local churches today. In many churches we are under that same curse because not of physical incense but because of spiritual incest. We, 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 we are suffering from spiritual incest. Children of their father spawned by, by sleeping with the spurious father, the devil. We are, we, are, we are cohabitating with the devil so much until now our children and children's children uh, are being birthed from that, that ancestral relationship that we've had with the world and we're wondering why they don't want to be a part of it. It, it, it didn't come out of the church it, it came from within the church where people are now drawn away from God Not the falling away don't come out of the world the falling away come out of the church the great falling away I don't think it has nothing to do with numbers we're falling away from the way 
Listen to me, church. We, we're not falling away from memberships in the local church. We're falling away from the way that God intended for the church to act. We've become this illegitimate church because we're falling away from the way that Jesus established that the church would be uh, uh, built on. My, built on nothing less. The psalmist said that my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. That's what we have to be. Let me say it again. But if you are without chastisement, he says that you are bastards and not sons. Paul said that, that chastisement, when Christ comes and burden us sometimes, that means that he cares about us. Uh, if we don't submit to the chastening that God has for us in our lives, that we are called illegitimate. And that fruit, a radical difference. And one of the hallmark characteristics of those who have the curse of nothos in their lives, in their bloodline, is they refuse chastisement. Church folk don't like chastisement. Oh, they, they don't like to be brought in line. They don't like to sit up under. They don't like to be... Uh, those unteachable, uh, uncorrectable, unreasonable, unmerciful, unreachable, and uncoachable members that sometimes they have in the church is because of the fact that they, are, uh, they, they don't have the legitimate relationship with Christ. And they rebel to be confronted with correction or whatever. Anyone ex exercising order or whatever it is over their life. Godly spiritual authority. And they refuse to sit under people. Have you ever seen young pastors refuse to sit under pastors? Don't want to be led by nobody else. I, God called me. Yes, he did. But if he called you to a local attendant, it's, he called you to sit under. Everybody in the Bible, there is a, a temp. Aren't you good? There was a Paul. Paul and Silas and Barnabas and, and Timothy and Luke, all of those, those were young boys that said of Paul even said of Gamaliel. So don't you sit under people until you get to that place where you can be able to lead and guide. You got to show forth that. And this shows up in our inability to have a close relationship with each other in the church and with Father Believe. We can't have that relationship with God. They become hardened and easily and strange from fellow believers in the church because they're illegitimate you know folk that can jump in and jump out because we don't have a legitimate relationship with God you know last week I, I told you I love to have some little color purple uh, I love to have a little color purple all of a sudden when uh, Mr. died he, he, he died and Miss Seela was going to the film and he was going to the film to her that she thought was her father. But while she was a young girl, that same man that she thought was her father had raped her and she had two children by. And when she came to the funeral, she finally realized that that man that she thought was the father, her father, and the father of her children was her stepfather. And, and then she said some powerful words. She said some powerful words. She said, Dear God, after all of these years that the man that I knew as my pa is dead and, and then Nettie write to me that my real daddy was lynched and my mama married this dead man two years after my real daddy died and my children, not my sister and brother. Pa is not my pa. So I'm going to ask you today, is your, are you a legitimate child? of the Most High God is your relationship with God. Is Paul your Paul? Is God really your father? Who is your father? If God is your father, start reflecting the relationship, the, the, the attributes of God in your life. And once you start reflecting those attributes of God in your life, your, your legitimacy is coming to form and then other people will see your legitimacy and they will be able to be drawn to God through you. See, the reason why people are not drawn toward the church is our illegitimacy. They see our illegitimacy and when people see your illegitimacy they are not drawn to God the way that we, God want us to have this drawing to the church if I be lifted up, I'll draw see, when we have that legitimate relationship with God people are drawn toward God so we have to have a relationship 
He said that if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and then turn from their wicked ways. And, and he said, what? I will hear from heaven and the heal the land. See, we, we are called the church of the living God and, and the church of Jesus Christ. And we are going to be that legitimate church. We got to return to the way that God wants us to be. We got to turn from our way. And the Sunday school lesson said, Lord, help us to turn. Help us to turn so that we can be able to have that relationship with you. So that we can have a, a, a legitimate relationship with you. Lord, I want to be legitimate. Huh? They said back in the day, legit. Huh? I want to be legitimate. I want to have a legitimate relationship with God so that the people of the world and the people of God can see me for him. See the Christ that's in me so that I can be able to be a better servant of him. God wants us all to be legitimate. Huh? Huh? Be legitimate. Huh? Don't be that little legitimate church. Uh, don't don't be that spurious child of God that 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 worships everything other than what God. He said, "If you reject me, you reject the Father. But if you accept me, the Father will accept you." Huh? Uh, live to draw closer to God. Uh, become that church that God will one day come back to receive, and that's the church I desire to be. Huh? I desire to be that church that God will come back, see my legitimacy, even in my weakness. But He see my legitimacy, even in my 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 wrongdoing. He sees my legitimacy. He see me uh, as being dependent upon Him to be able to turn me around to make me into that which I He desired me to be. God bless you. We hope that each of you have given the word. Don't don't be that spurious church. Who's your father? Who's your daddy? Uh, is Pa your pa? And you got to answer that question for yourself. The only one that can do that. But if you become a child of God, you will have a relationship with him, with the father and the son, and you will have a relationship with other believers and be able to draw closer to him in the way that you live. God bless you. And may heaven ever smile upon you. Go read that text. Read it for yourself. And you'll get a whole lot out of it. It'll be able to help you grow closer and to become legitimate in your faith. Be blessed. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we do thank you today. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. We thank you that you've given us this word and this scripture to be able to encourage our people to grow closer. Let your faith be legitimate. Let your faith be real. And let your faith be that which other people will be able to see Christ in you. God bless you. May have another smile upon you. Uh, be blessed. If there is one that don't know Jesus Christ, we invite you to get to know him today. God bless you. And he'll be able to draw you into his presence and to have that legitimate relationship with him today. Be filled for the rest of this week with the Spirit of God in your life. See you next week. We're going to be broadcasting next week from Piney Hill. We'll be in our open door service. Come see us then, members. Come see us to worship there. And we'll be uh, giving God all praise. Honor for what he has done.